Hello everyone, this is Mark. Welcome to Speak Brave. John. Mark, good morning. I'm glad I'm here with you and I only say good morning because although whatever time of day it is that people are listening to the podcast, the point is you and I are enjoying a beautiful morning in the month of October talking to each other. And Mark, I'm excited today as your executive producer because I get to ask you some questions about something that I have had the pleasure of observing on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I've not been to one of the actual physical live events, mm-hmm. but how many out there in the audience have heard of the term TEDx, T-E-D, and then the letter X separate TEDx? Or TED Talks. TED, TED Talks, Talks is the TEDx other. Talks, yeah. And these TEDx Talks are incredible because there are a lot of different concepts that are shared by some very gifted speakers, but more importantly, the information is astonishingly useful and covers a broad range of things. And my good friend here, Mark Guy, the host of Speak Brave, has had the opportunity to speak at a TED Talk conference in Ocala, Florida, just a few months back. I've seen the video numerous times. And I still remember the phrase, my mom was always right. <laughs> Everybody's always know, laughing. It's, uh, but Mark, I do have a question for you. As, as an aspiring speaker, seeking professional recognition, also seeking to get myself in a position where people will see what my message is and be able to reach out to me and seek me as a possible service to them and creating a client relationship, would you explain, first of all, tell people just exactly what the TED Talk or TEDx concept is and what what led to its development. Absolutely. There's this hunger. There's this movement. There's this craving, I believe, in people who are looking to seek the truth, who are looking for different ideas, who are looking for better ways of thinking. And TED and TEDx is a, it's a two different things but they're essentially one there's one big conference and now they're multiplying it um, that is the premier conference which is called TED Talks or TED Conference it takes place in Vancouver usually in the spring spring of every year and it's by invitation only so if you are a speaker and you get a call from a TED conference you accept it and you go because it's invitation only and it's the main stage In addition to the TED conference, there are independently organized events that are happening in the United States, North America, and everywhere in the world. There may be between five and seven or ten TEDx conferences every day somewhere in the world. They are like franchises or like independently organized uh, events and 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 communities that bring together speakers from the community or speakers who have an idea worth sharing. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. I'm just interested. The concept of the TED Talks and the conference and everything you mentioned takes place in Vancouver, British Columbia. The main TED Talk. And was this uh, the notion or the idea of someone specifically or a group of individuals? Well, we know a little bit about history of Mm -hmm. TED Talks that it was organized in California, mm-hmm. possibly maybe 20 plus years ago. Wow, that long, I didn't realize. Yes, and then there was an investor, Chris Anderson, who approached the organizers and who bought the rights to that conference. And he is the one who has able to take it to the scale that it is now. Uh, it's technology, education, and design. That's what it stood for, or maybe stands for now. But I think TED and TEDx is 
more than that now. Mm-hmm. I believe it's a platform. It's a platform for to hear the voice of someone who has an idea and by sharing that idea in an eloquent, elegant and concise way, you can ignite a way of thinking in someone. And as you know, John, you and I have talked about this at length that we can see speaking in many different facets. Yes. And I think one of them's very powerful facets is speaking is a gift. Uh-huh. It's a gift of your thought. It's a gift of your experience. It's a gift of what you have contemplated on. And once you have thought about this thought, maybe for five minutes, five months or five years or five <coughs> decades, you get to talk about this idea with a wider audience. Uh-huh. And from the point of view of the TED and TEDx organizers, they're looking for, for a few different things. Number one is they're looking to manage the experience of the attendees. They want to make sure that they can sell the tickets, they can promote the event, and the people who are coming to this event truly receive a world-class experience. Not just, you know, like uh, high school type uh, not high. Well, I'm not saying anything in that regard. It's 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 someone who is thought about an idea and want to truly share that idea with the world. So if you are an aspiring speaker or if you have an idea worth sharing, mm-hmm. or maybe a different take on the on an older on an issue that already exists, maybe right. at a different angle, I would encourage you. I would implore you. And I would ask you to take action and apply to speak at a TEDx event. May I jump in here? Sure. Okay. The reason why I want to jump in is because I'm thinking as an individual who is eager to do this but needs additional information. Now, before I ask about the process that you went through in order to be able to get your name there in front of people who could actually make a decision to invite you to come to a TED Talk or TEDx conference like the one you attended in Ocala a few months ago, but the structure of the TEDx itself, is there specific time frames that must be adhered to? Because you know how it is with speakers. Uh, being a Toastmaster, for example, you know we have very, very specific time expectations mm-hmm. for different types of speech right. projects. I'm sure they do as well. Absolutely. What are some of the ground rules regarding that? As, as a speaker, as somebody who has a message, right? Somebody who has a message mm-hmm. and there are stories that support your message. Not just a story, because if you just have a story to share, I don't think that's complete or I don't think that's... Um, all that's necessary to to apply for TEDx uh, story as part weaved in part in your message that's powerful. So as far as the, I will answer this question in this way. As an event organizer, let's say I am an event organizer. Mm-hmm. I'm a TEDx yeah. whole. I'm a, I hold the, the the license, right? What do I care about? I care about an experience of the attendees. And I also care about video views that live in perpetuity on YouTube and other platforms. So I am building the event. I am constructing this event and I have a committee and I have different teams that help me put this event together. Mm-hmm. As, a, as an owner of this event, my stakes are very high. I am fully invested in success of the speakers, audience and the TEDx brand. Mm-hmm. So I am judicious, I am very selective, I am very earnest 
in who I invite and who I will ask to come to my event. Once I invite the speakers, if I'm an organizer, I would say, okay, our event time is full day, half a day, four hours, three hours. I know that some people and some speakers will go over time. So my default ask for every participant is to be as short as you can. Mm-hmm. If you have an idea and you, and you have 18, 20, 30 minutes to talk about it, you must condense it to uh, maybe half of that, 15 minutes, 15. maybe 14 minutes. Maybe um, what, I have seen, what I have seen before is that a lot of those TEDx talks and TED talks have been 18 minutes, 15 minutes, 16 minutes, 17 minutes. But the organizers ask and work with the speakers to make sure that they can deliver their message in a concise way that honors the message, but with the time constraints. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, because what you're doing is it gives you a management capacity. You want to get as much good information into the hands of people. You want the event to be compelling by not being top-heavy with just one or two people. But the event that you did in Ocala, for example, was how long and how many speakers were involved. Do you recall? This event, uh, there was a lot of preparation. There were months of preparation, mm-hmm. planning, and ramp-up. Oh, and looking at just the promo yeah. pieces and everything showed me that tremendous amount of time and effort and planning was put right. into it in preparation. There were, I believe... 11 or 12 speakers mm-hmm. from many different industries, many different walks of life, and different countries as well. And the event started at 9 o'clock, and we finished right around 3.30, 4 o'clock. Okay. So there, was, there, were, there was a lunch break mm-hmm. and two breaks in the middle as well. So it was a world-class full-day event with some of the most remarkable people and spe- speeches that I ever heard. Another question that comes up with this, John, is that as an aspiring purveyor of your message, as an aspiring as an aspiring leader who has a message to share, to who can that message can benefit someone truly, mm-hmm. is you are thinking, when should I apply? Yes, when that's what I, I was going to ask you next is, not just when, but how. Right. There, there is a directory of all global TEDx events. And you can access this by doing a Google search on just this query. What is the global TEDx list of events in, in 2018, 2019, 2020? And it will give you the links to the organizing website. So each organizer maintains a separate website that is linked to the main website, but it's separate website where it spells out the theme of the event, mm-hmm. the venue, location, timing. It also spells out um, ticket pricing information, previous speakers, and also committee bios and things like that. So, Does that include instructions on how to submit a request to the, be this, invited? This is very important, yes. Each event, if I'm a license holder of the TEDx event, there is one event every year. So it's one big event that happens every year. They also have something called TEDx Salon, which takes two, maybe another time of the year. So it's just, so it, it's not just one once a year. So you have, you keep the community engaged and going. So usually the time window 
to apply for the main TEDx event is between three and six months before the actual talk. So you have that time window. And as an aspiring speaker, somebody who would like to get on that stage, you have to select the location where you'll be speaking. Mm -hmm. And then you have to target, watch, and prepare your proposal to make sure that you are one of the uh, people considered. And as you prepare your proposal that you talk about your idea, you have something to share, right? It's been in your heart, in your mind, in your life. It's the pattern. It's something that's it's an idea you want to share. Event organizers and the comedians, they have usually it's their baby, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 something they've been working on for 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 many months. So the committee and the organizers they select a theme, a theme that is uh, overarching and overlapping of all the speakers. Can you give an example of yes, um, some I themes? Can. Some themes is let's say. And sometimes the theme can be just a phrase. It could be risk change or it's time or just one word, home. Hmm. And when you look at the people they select, they are looking not for somebody to promote their business, not somebody to promote their book, but rather to share an idea that is truly remarkable, that is truly will benefit the listeners in the audience and will benefit the viewers who will watch it uh, in perpetuity once it pub- once it is published on YouTube. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense, and so, I like it too because again, you're specifically focusing in on information that is going to take. And the the takeaway for the audience, am I understanding correctly, is that they walk away with a great deal of valuable information. They do get an opportunity to see great speakers, but the speakers are not there specifically to sell product. They're not there specifically to sell themselves so much as to share their idea. But in sharing the idea, they create a fan base. They create. It's an invitation, John. It's an invitation for further conversation. And if you are a skillful communicator, mm-hmm. if you, it, takes, it takes a lot of thinking, planning, execution from... An idea that is weighing or huge and then compress it, compress it, condense it, and make it elegant. Mm-hmm. And they're true masters of that craft. That is a challenge too, isn't it? It is. Now, let me ask you this. There's one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Say the one more thing and then I have to follow up on that. One more thing about this is when you have an idea that is in your heart that truly yeah. is asking to be... It's your passion. To be born out of you and also to be born out of your work. When you present this idea to the committee, to the event organizers, you have to be very strategic. When I say strategic, you have to make sure your idea is your idea, and the way you present it, the way you pitch it, it echoes and reflects the theme of the event. So what I am truly saying is, not for you to manage and... uh, uh, adapt to the theme completely, but honor your idea, honor your story, honor your message, but make sure that whatever you are planning to say and share, you reflect the theme of the event. Because that's very important to the organizers. They have invested their energy, their life energy, their time and resources and event to, yeah. So 
Does that make sense? Yeah, but I, I think it's good that you said that because now it helps me to ask you a more focused question. You applied, and what was the theme of the TED Talk or TEDx conference that you participated in in Ocala? Because having seen your speech, the one thing I did not look at was what the thematic element was. What was it? The overarching theme of that event was risk change. Ah, okay. That helps me to see how you tied your storytelling in when you were talking about your brother who was autistic. And that was an amazing thing. Okay, yeah. very good. Now, well, what, um, I know that we are just scratched the surface. And the work that I do with my private clients and my mastermind clients and my uh -huh. coaching clients, um, I coach business leaders, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders to find an idea, polish it, make it stand out. Then I help my clients select, identify, and apply for the TEDx events of their choosing. Mm -hmm. Follow the format. I have also developed a template. There is a four-point template that is truly powerful that talks about premise, discussion, evidence, and call to action. And how to take your idea, fit it into that template, honor the theme, create very strong application, and submit and get accepted. That is part of my coaching program that I have developed. And mm. it's quite remarkable. This how do people results. get in touch with you, by the way, Mark, well, as far as, for example, the coaching, mm -hmm. which I know is something that you're deeply passionate about because... I realize it's an income-producing opportunity, but you have this hunger to be able to give quality to people, and that's why you went into coaching, because it gives you a chance to work both one-on-one -on -one as well as collectively with people. So if I'm listening to this podcast and I want to find out how I can benefit from the tools that you are offering in various degrees and forms, right. how will they find out? Well, the best way, I'm on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, just type in Mark Guy. Mm -hmm. Mark Guy, and then you'll see my name. <laughs> you see my face, and just send me a message. Yeah, you Google Mark Guy, you will definitely find him. If you can Google my name, Mark Guy, you will also find my website, Google Messenger. There's all opportunities to contact me to discuss your needs, your ideas, how to take them to the next level. Because this is what it's about. TEDx Talk is a part of your portfolio. It amplifies your message. If you have a book in place, you have a database, you have a class, you have a course, TEDx, if it's properly positioned, you do preparation before you give a speech, then you give a speech, and then you do post-launch or post-publishing. There's certain things that you must do, and there are certain things that you don't have to worry about, but there's certain things that you must do well and must, must have in in your execution, in your because if you don't do them, you will miss out on this leveraged opportunity to take your message and to um, really uh, benefit from it and also benefit others. Can we talk about this subject more? We will come back to it. We will come back to it in a future episode. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because I'd like to talk with you about 
three very, very magical words that have to do with how you did your presentation, how you came to the message, and that was your idea, your passion, and then how it connected with your audience mm-hmm. and the electrical exchange that you had. This is, yeah. And, and this is really about who you are and what you have right. to say, but at the same time, yeah. it, it was, I'll just simply say this, you had to find something that you, the, the planners knew would connect with the audience. And would, and would also honor their theme, uh-huh. but it's still my idea. Yeah, and so that's a key thing for a lot of people because right. some people get there and talk and has no connection whatsoever, and they wonder why is he talking about this because right. it's not well with us. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we're out of time, my friend. Mark, I'll let you Thank go ahead you. and wrap it up. Thank you, John, for being my captive audience today. Okay. And Can I have the handcuffs off now? <laughs> I'm kidding. And we will <laughs> come back to this topic in the future. Um, I hope that this was beneficial and valuable to everyone who listened. I found it very valuable. This has been my work for the last eight, nine months. And it's part of the service that I have for my private clients. And you got a sense of it today because I honor my Speak Brave uh, community. And I love uh, hearing back from you, your comments, your ideas, your feedback. That's what keeps us going. So we'll see you next time. And don't forget to speak brave.